Hey, this is Nick DiMatteo from Music Is Not A Genre. I just wanted to take a minute to talk to you about the service I use to record and distribute my podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you from experience, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here's why. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So please take a moment out. If you are planning to create, record, and distribute podcasts, take a look at Anchor. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Right. Hey everybody, I'm Nick DiMatteo and welcome to week 204 video episode number 30 of 4T, the Thursday throwback track. Every week I take a release from my collection, I discuss it, I give you my take on it, I throw in some other interesting tidbits and I talk about how it has influenced my music. <clears throat> this week, mysteries solved. Mysteries for me, anyway. I love, I love finding out things that I didn't know, especially about something that I already knew about, if that makes any sense. Well, what I already knew about was that I had these two in my collection, two 12 inches that were clearly made by somebody not from a major label. We have the Bits and Pieces 86 and Megamix 86, so guess what year they're from? And... Uh, I couldn't remember what they were all about. I had no idea what music was on them other than it was some kind of a DJ mix and it's danceable and all that stuff. And I thought, well, I'm never going to find these. They're probably made by some local people from Jersey or Philly. My uh, DJ partner and I, way back when, would go to a bunch of different stores on Chestnut Street in Philly to get gear and to get a bunch of 12 inches that we would need uh, to do our DJing stuff. And uh, I was kind of right, but I was kind of wrong. So these albums must have gotten way more circulation than I ever knew because not only did I find both of them on YouTube, which is what you're listening to now, I made a playlist, which, you, which I have linked to in the text below, but I found them on sites as far as South America and Russia. Uh, I So I don't know that these are important in any other sense in terms of being seminal for anyone else. I'm sure for some people they must be. But uh, clearly they got a whole lot of circulation. And so I had to do a little digging. Um, I had to figure out where these were from. It's not that this was like some intense, you know, do research and oh my God, nobody knows about this. You know, the, the information's out there. That's what I'm here to do, right? So, first of all, and this is the not the one that we're listening to now is the one we're listening to now is Megamix '86. That's the first one, and this was kind of hard to track down. The, there's again, like I said, some wonderful people put these both on YouTube, which excites me because then I can make a playlist and play them both instead of having to play them on my turntable and switch them up for you because uh, neither of them are very long. One is six plus minutes, one is ten plus minutes. And um, what I found out on there was they gave, you know, a list of the songs, etc. 
and it doesn't have an artist credit. You can see in the cover here, it doesn't tell you who did this, who was the DJ who did this. So I looked it up, and the only thing I could find was somebody named DJ Bam Bam, but spelled D-E-E-J-A-Y-B-A-T-M-B-A-T-M, because there's another, another DJ Bam Bam that started maybe 20 years ago, who's a completely different person, spells his name differently, the whole thing. Um, I believe that this original DJ Bam Bam was from Mexico, though I cannot necessarily get that right. I also am pretty sure that this was pressed in New York and probably mixed in New York. Um, but it might be a miscredit if somebody now has more information on this. Please let me know. I would love to know more about it. Um, but that's this Megamix. The next one, which we will get to in a couple of minutes, because I made it back to back, is the one Bits and Pieces 86. And that, that there's more info on, because it first of all says it was done by the Dynamite Mixers, um, who I found out are uh, Carlos Berrios and Norberto Cotto. Um, and they not only did this Megamix 86, they started in 85 and they did, I'm, I'm sorry, bits and pieces, up until 1998. Um, at which point they apparently split, although they did things separately before then, I'm sure, and actually are still out there working now. They have work out on Spotify and, of course, YouTube and a bunch of other sites. I think one or two of them have their own websites even. They're still out there doing their mixing, which is awesome. Um, and that's the Dynamite Mixers. They are also from New York, or maybe not originally from New York. They're Latino as, as well as uh, DJ Bam Bam. Um, but they did their, they pressed this in New York um, and somehow found its way down to Philly. Not hard to do, only a couple of hours away. And back then, especially, hip hop was one of the seminal, uh, Philly was one of the seminal cities for hip hop. Um, so I'm listening to these again for the first time, right? Since the 80s, probably since I was a DJ. And they remind me of two things. They remind me of stuff that I used to hear on Philly's Power 99 FM. I think it was every Sunday, I want to say. They would feature a, a DJ and have them mix a set and of, of songs of the day, of older songs, stuff like that, and kind of go, get their style. You can hear this. Take a listen. So you've got this, you know, awesome beat happening, and then at least, I think, two other tracks being cut through over top of it and scratched on top of it. That's the kind of thing I would hear on Power 99. The other thing that uh, it w reminded me of was my own DJing. And let me just say, first of all, didn't do much of this. I really didn't do much of it like this. As far as I was concerned, DJing was finding beats that matched with songs that matched and, and overlapping them and mixing them every now and then. I'd pepper in certain things just to make it fun and interesting. But I never got this good. I never wanted to get this good. Here we are. This is a test of the emergency broadcast system. Had there been an actual emergency, your local station, in conjunction with the relevant federal authorities, would have broadcast the following pre-recorded announcement. Yes, that's better, right? Um, I never, yeah, never got this good. I never really wanted to. I just loved the uh, danceable music and being able to mix songs together. I used to make a lot of mixed CDs and mixed tapes, actual tapes. Please don't call a mixed CD or, or, you know, some damn thing that you do on Spotify a mixed tape. It's not a tape. 
I love the reference because it, you know, harkens back to the original shit. But no, it's not a tape, right? Um, so I would make those, and 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 I would make them generally just song after song after song. But I would also do this thing where I would take three cassette players. One of them would be the capture cassette player, would record what I was doing, and the other two would have other songs that I wanted to mix together. So the closest I ever came to doing something like this was to put. The, this you know uh, method together, be playing one song, and then find the, the cue point at which I could pepper in the other song or whatever it was, and I did maybe I don't know two cassettes like that. Came out pretty good, I thought. Interesting, anyway. I plan to transfer them at some point uh, digitally because I'd love to have them put up. But that was because of stuff like this. That was and and whatever else happened after this period and a lot has happened and things have developed tremendously this is really where it all started i mean there were djs who certainly did stuff in the 70s um that was really kind of the proto like layering things but as far as like mega mixes and mixing things together like this the the 80s was really the heyday of that and so it was kind of cool to not just re-listen to rediscover these two but to find out even a little bit more about them and to remember why they were important to me you know and look i've said this before uh dance music my dj history you know funky beats glitching you know glitchy type things this has all been a part of my music if this is and this is about as bare bones and seminal as it gets I can absolutely name you so many examples of ways that this has influenced what I have done but a perfect example is a mix I made no surprise uh, of all not all of, of funky tunes from uh, my various eras chronologically from you guessed it 1986 until 2020 today um, which is a link that I put down there so you can kind of hear several I think maybe 19 17 songs something like that um, that 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 you can hear this clear influence of funkiness of glitchiness of overlapping layered mixing stop start that kind of thing um, it was the perfect one and all the songs are listed there you can listen to each one individually as well which which is kind of cool um, but also click this YouTube playlist link because then you can hear what I'm hearing here without me talking over it right and see what else is out there and maybe like I said if you can find out more information about any of this but particularly about Megamix 86 please let me know because I want to know I want to know um, and I want to know what you have to think too have you ever done any mixing or DJing have you ever made a mixtape or compilation not on a tape that you can call whatever you want that's fine go ahead um, have you ever done anything interesting with mixing like that have you ever listened to anything like that more so, have, do you have any obscure cassettes or vinyl or even CDs that were that were independently distributed that you have information about and would love to share or don't have any information about and would love to find out more about? Because I, whether you have information that's awesome about something obscure, I'd love to know it. Or if you have something you want to know more about, I'd love to research it. So please send that along and please comment on everything you're hearing. Click, read the text below. Comment on that. Comment on the links I sent. 
Do you like any of the tunes in my in my mix? Do you like any of the tunes in these mixes? Uh, because as always, my objective here, other than sharing music, is conversation and connection. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Thank you for reading. Thank you for clicking. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for subscribing. And thank you for chilling with me. Uh, I will see you next week. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.